And we're live! We made it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> OBS is a git. Oh, God, you're not kidding. Hang on a second. There, I feel like I'm dressed now. The king has his crown. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. What oh. a thing. What a thing of um, complete annoyance. <laughs> oh, bless you, young man. That you did, bless that, that, you. That you, no matter what I did, nothing would go right on there. Trying to organise the screen. Um, I don't know why the aspect ratios of the two uh, images just wouldn't go right. Hello. Hello, everybody. We're live. We were away a week. I hope you've missed us because we're back. Welcome Hello. to episode 21 of Tales from the Ohm. Oh, we're 21. <laughs> yeah, we're 21 now. <laughs> Give me the camera, right? <sighs> I can chill now. Right, I can chill completely. Hello. Ooh. I'll let you say to hello to everyone in chat since you've already been doing it while I was busy. So who no, are going to chat today? I was getting loads of abuse, so it was fab. <laughs> was, um, was your boyfriend in there? Oh, young Jake's here, yes. Uh, yes. Uh, Playing with his Photoshop again. He'll go blind. Jake, <laughs> uh, the thing is, though, I haven't seen any on the Tales from the Own no. uh, Facebook page no. yet, though. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> So in chat we have 901, we have Mr. Richards, good afternoon sir, Bronco Monk, good morning, uh, Chunk, what's your mate, uh, Mr. Evans, Mr. Evans was here well early, he was, bless him, uh, Ben, Ben has a plethora of media surrounding him at the minute, so there's F1 on the telly, there'll be football on the laptop, and I believe Ben's watching us on his mobile, so mm. my next change. Hephaestus, mm. mm. <laughs> thank you for the uh, hit the thumbs up message. Jake, deviant. Deviant. Clev <laughs> Arnold, good afternoon, sir. Manic, hello, mate. Rachel, Mom. Rachel, Huggles. See, I don't get ogles. Rachel gets ogles. I don't get ogles. <laughs> Stuart, how you doing, mate? And last, but by no means least, Timmy. Timmy! <laughs> and 901? Who's 901? I have no idea, but it's a cheeky swine. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are all old. Yes, we are getting old. Oh, definitely old. And Tom. Good Tom. to see you, Tom. And Chuckmeister, little old chunky baby. <laughs> Tom's had some good stuff going up on Facebook. Seriously, week, yeah, he has. His channel's been doing really good as well. I've been enjoying Good afternoon, Tetley. Tetley. Blimey. Walks in the room, takes a pop shop at the chunk. Oh, there we go. Horsham doesn't do any social media, so uh, it's okay. It's all in his head. Oh, bless him. <laughs> well, 901, it's nice to have you commenting, killer. Uh, I remember 901s. They were a while back. And 801s. 901. 
Yeah, connections. Five true, tens, nine oh ones, eight oh ones. Back in the day. Back in the day. Well, yes. The, the days. See, I'm, I'm a mere Ben compared to you, son. Yeah. I was here for the boom. <laughs> yes, I was here before the boom. My day started okie dokie, then boom. <laughs> <laughs> Or like, <laughs> honestly, I feel rough as a. Honestly, I think literally, I, I'm not kidding. I think I've had about two or three hours, Kip, since Friday. Not good. No, honestly, I feel rough as a dog. Absolutely rough. Jan came down um, about a fortnight ago, and she started with it. And honestly, it's just manic stomach cramps. You'll eat summer and then. In a bit Don't after, you, you just, no, no, you, I'm not running to the toilet or all like that. I wish I were. But, I mean, farting, Jesus Christ, it's even making me feel sick. Honestly, windy pops or what? I've got seriously mega windy pops and it's so like, it's not nice, but it's so like, it's one of them windy pops that, you know, when you're laid in bed, you think, oh, I'll let that one go. You daren't because it just feels like if I let this one go, I'm gonna shit me zen. <laughs> so I mean, so like you're just about to nod off, and you get much detail there. <laughs> you get these rumblings. You're thinking, do I trust it or don't I? And it's so like I best not trust this one. So obviously that's why I keep on. And then you get to the toilet and it's just, and you think, oh, why? <laughs> So that, that's what's happening with me at the present moment. Just so I'd let the whole world know what's going on. <laughs> so you're feeling rough, rough and paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> As Rachel's just commented, TMI, Mark. TMI. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you've just caused irreparable damage to Bronco's uh, keyboard because he's now copy all over it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, let's face it, you've all been there. You know you have. It's sort of like, I don't trust this one. I just don't. <laughs> Nothing guaranteed to make you twitch more than a shot. But anyway, <laughs> good afternoon, Hip Hop. Thank you for joining us, mate. Get out. Voca, everybody. So... As you can tell from Mark's monologue, uh, sorting out the big box giveaway was fun on Friday and fragrant, should we say. <laughs> but anyway, oh, God. more of that, <laughs> you can't and I mean the giveaway, not the... Not the <laughs> no. <laughs> more of that later. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I don't, I don't feel sorry for me. I don't feel very well at all. You're asking for sympathy of this lot. <laughs> well, <laughs> there you go. Jimmy's got the the cure, the peppermint cordial, and his uh, shot glass with hot water. It's not nice, but we'll clear everything out in one massive event. <laughs> oh. oh, oh dear. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> uh, <laughs> terrible. So, so, I mean, I was supposed to, honestly, um, I was supposed to be doing me up and closes. I ain't done me up and closes yet. <laughs> I should hope not, because the mind boggles what they'll be off. 
so yeah, I've been snuggled up on couch watching Star Trek. No, bless you. Mm. Bit of five of nine to make you feel better. Oh, it's a bit earlier than that, yeah, at the moment. Oh. Very early uh, Voyager. Hmm. Well, that's what's on, is it Horror TV or whatever they call it, Horror Channel? Horror oh. Channel, yeah. Yes, well, we've got a little bit of um, movie news to talk about later as well, so. Oh, yeah, I've got a bit of movie news and all. Excellent. Mm. Something a bit strange for everybody, and yeah. Hmm. Oh, watch John Wick and all. John Wick 3. Enjoyed it? Uh, it were a good it's film. Not... It wasn't a crap film. It were a good film, but I don't think it's gone par compared to the 1 and 2. No. Nowhere near. I agree with you I on that one. I think they were emphasising more on the fighting than the actual story. Mm. Yes, there were a story in there, but... Mm. It, it, it definitely felt more... Action scene, little bit of dialogue. Action scene, little bit of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. What was the playlist on the 50th? The playlist on the 50th included Agadu, which is why I was outside on the sun deck with other members of my family. <laughs> oh, you didn't push that pineapple? Oh, no, grind the coffee. My beans are well and truly untouched, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I found my cousins that become a vapour. So uh, we were sat outside having a chunter and mm. everybody else seemed to gravitate towards yeah. it. So, good afternoon, MBK. How's it going, Danny? So, uh, yeah, it, it, was, it was interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you know, um, I missed being here. I must admit. Yes. Yeah. I. I. I know it sounds daft, but you know how you're getting into that routine of doing things. It's so like mm. oh, feels a bit weird. This. I just kept on thinking that I, I'm sure there's something I should be doing. <laughs> so yeah, I did miss actually last week. Oh, bless you. Right. Is it your well, birthday, Danny? Oh, bless. Happy birthday, kiddo. Happy birthday, mate. 21 again, eh? Well, you keep going to Expo, Danny. It's oh, his birthday tomorrow. Well, many happy returns, kiddo, for tomorrow. Indeed. Big manly hugs for you. Not so big now. Yeah, well, this is true. Yes, very, very true. If you've not seen Dan's um, story about his uh, weight loss on YouTube, make sure you check it out. Yes. Yeah. He ain't off doing well. Well proud of him. All right. So, what are you sucking on? <laughs> That's right. Your reputation. Oh, my reputation. <laughs> Girls' dormitory at this time of night. <laughs> uh, of course, we I, I'm sucking on time. mainly coke at the present moment. But if you're talking about vape things, I am uh, on the Monster. Uh, this was kindly sent from uh, Hip Hop Juice. Uh, 
monster that should be out this week hopefully if i well enough to get the uh, sorted out on that i've got underneath there is the v i still love this mod nice Can't beat it. yeah i've got a bit of juice on there just filled it up so on that and i'm still on the vintage a little bit left there's not much left of that can you see it's just hardly there and the vintage uh, raspberry sherbet still enjoying that thoroughly and this is going uh, what, how long have i had this on this now it must be two months is the mm. kylin m mesh i still can't believe mm. that i'm still doing that and i've got juice on this as well on the hex with deluxe pancake man that is it that's all i am vaping on today i've got loads of other stuff but yeah, that's all I'm Bless you. Well, all I've got, I've got in my hot, sweaty little hand is two this this afternoon. Oh, so, lab yeah. works. Yes, I am a bit juicy. <laughs> oh, I say. Hello, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Yes, Diaz Vape Micro, for those that didn't see it on Thursday, oh, picked it up. Took it across to Mark's on Friday when we were sorting out the giveaway and... Uh, it's not a bad vape, is it, mate? That that I am well impressed with. I've got to admit, I am really mega impressed. Did you find out what the uh, battery internal battery is? No, I forgot, and I must. So I, while I'm going on, I shall Google foo. People want to know uh, these th information. All right. Uh, but actually, on, on a serious note, that was a nice vape. It really was. That um, black current that you had in it as well. That was nice. Six, uh, 650 million. Yeah, Gav. I love my V. Absolutely corking. It's a right workhorse. No messing about. How much is in it? According to this, it said 650 million. But by God, that seems a bit low. 650? That does surprise yeah. me. I thought it'd be at least a 1,000. Well, that's what I'm a bit... Let me check another side. For I trust you not. <laughs> but whatever, I mean, the quality of the build's banging. The actual power, it does whack out, even if it is. Yeah, I've tied it on my juices up. Can you, can, can you tell this is a really seriously informal... Right. Uh, show today isn't it <laughs> that is much better it's a 1100 mar battery i thought so tank. well it pumps out Chucky. i mean maximum wattage on it's 30 mm. and by god it's it's absolutely cracking it's a great little it, even so like considering it's fairly airy that how you had it you could still have some mm. it as well oh yeah i mean i, tr I tried it this morning turned the uh the airflow right down I won't say it's the tightest drawer I've ever had, but mm. my God, it, we're getting there. Perfect. So, I tell you one thing, that would be ideal for, for someone that's in an office mm. that works, you know, in that kind of, or works in a shop or something like that, that can just pop out for a couple of five minutes to have a quick, oh, yes. and then back in. Some Perfect, because it's nice and light, but it's really, mm. it's quite small as well. Brilliant for that. And the 10 mil nicks outside in, you still get a fair old throat it off it. Oh, God, you're not kidding. That was mm. nice. I did like it. Good afternoon, Jackie. Lovely to see you. Right, and the other one we've got is the VK Flash with the Zeus X on top with the single coil. Uh, 
And in that, I've got the watermelon on ice. Got saff. Well, yes, but it's yes, saff. It's vape airways, the South African flavour. Oh, is that what it is? South African flavour. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. <laughs> well, South African flight. It's one of the, it's airline related anyway. <laughs> Hip hop can probably tell me. He's shouting at me now. <laughs> and in the uh, the micro, I've got the salts, watermelon, and that's lovely. Am I the only fool that waves back? No, I wave. No, oh, thank you, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely, that. It's just that thought that's out there going <laughs> back. He's <laughs> just cheered me up, that. Yeah, it really has. <laughs> oh, bless. Right. So, that's the buffet out of the way. Shall we tell the good folks what we did the weekend before? We can, but can you, do you want to answer the question in chat? I do apologise. Stuart wants to know how you're getting on with your single coil. Absolutely banging, Stuart. Um, it's rewicked it yesterday morning. It was getting a bit bare. The only thing I found is with the bigger single coil, whether I'm putting too much uh, cotton in, because it seems to be uh, bisecting the cotton after a while. All right. I no, think I'm getting got too... too. You got too high a temperature then. Is it? Hmm. I'm surprised at that. What are you Must vaping at? Uh, between 52 and 55. Mm, you've got a hot spot then. Mm. Definitely, because obviously you've still got your cotton, but it's burning out at middle. Mm. You've got it probably a little bit too tight, and you've probably got a hot spot. But I like it tight. <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> oh. Oh, Chunk's gone old school. He's got a, a bottle of Lost Art Cottontail Cream. Ooh. I haven't heard of that for a while. No, I haven't. Mm. What's oh. a hot spot? <laughs> What's a hot spot not? <laughs> Thanks, Telly. <laughs> yes. So, Stuart, to answer your question, loving the single coil setup, mate. So, the weekend. Yes, not this one gone, because obviously I was at the Golden. Oh, no, it was this it one was gone, really wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, it seems it long time ago, doesn't it? It was the Saturday. Mm. The Saturday, we we uh, were kindly invited to the Hemp and uh, CBD Expo. Mm. Um, uh, absolutely brilliant expo. Mm-hmm. Very different feel to the Vape Expo. Hugely different. But very similar as well. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more chilled feel. Mm. A lot more chilled. No boom, boom, boom in the background. Oh, God, no. It was lovely. It was absolutely brilliant. Do you know, the, the first thing that I liked about it, the, the, it was minus the boom, boom music. Mm. And every vendor that you went to, you could talk to them. They were ace. You could actually have a conversation without shouting at them. Well, we did. Mm. And um, there was a number of, um, well, there was a business corner where they were doing sort of talks and and uh, various presentations. And then there was a public area. Mm. 
uh, with some very informative chats going off. Oh God, you're not kidding. Oh, the especially the main stage part, mm. the talks that were going off. I mean, there were two. There were the main stage, and there was like a small stage one there, and the conversations were absolutely brilliant. Two. I mean, unfortunately, the main speaker didn't turn up, which was uh, Dr. Christian. But um, what we did, the let the doctor from Canada that replaced him. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating half hour. She's been doing some PhD research on cannabinoids and their effect on sex. Yeah, that was good. And you can imagine that you know you throw that out over the PA and everybody's dear. You could tell the old boys because the old boys' heads turned as soon as I went. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I liked about it? And I know this. I'm, I'm definitely not dissing at all the vape community. But when people was actually talking, especially about the advocacy side of it and things like that, it were full, it were packed. There were a seat empty, it were full. Everyone was interested. Whereas, so like the vaping community, you might get a few people sat around listening to it. And I thought that was quite interesting. It, it, it was, I mean, the, the passion that was there was palpable. Mm. And we, we also met some, you know, obviously Mark and I, we're just wandering around and... Uh, was not we, we, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we got chatting to various people. And I'd like to say a big thank you to the guys over at the Peng store um, who kindly uh, let us have a try of their uh, e-juice. Yeah, what was the one that you've got, you've got to try? What flavour were it? Big cheese. Yeah. Which is a strain, and then there was the pineapple uh, big chunk, which has given me some of the best night's kip I have had in a very long time. Really? Oh yes. I got one of the little, little ones, the cartomizers, and I ain't tried it yet. Yeah, but yours is super duper send you into a coma strength, isn't it? Yeah. What's it? Three thousand, three thousand, three hundred. Yeah. When you reckon the vape juice starts at 500, six times that strength, and yours is pure oil. But, I, I mean, I can't... Uh, I can't say that it fulfills all the medical claims that I've heard of the various people, but uh, I can say it gives you hell of a good night's sleep. Mm. I might try just, it. Just helps your uh, your brain kick out. Yeah, mm. absolutely yeah. amazing stuff. So, I will be sticking a written review up anyway. Mm. So uh, that you can expect that on the <clears> blog. <throat> um, we also met a couple of uh, well, a couple of lovely guys from Flex, didn't we? Mm. Absolutely amazing guy. Yeah, I mean the. Yeah. We met quite a few people that was. What was that guy? I forget his name. Was it? Um, I've got Jeremy, but it wasn't Jeremy. I know his name wasn't Jeremy. Oh, was it Eugene? Eugene, yeah, yeah the Eugene. PhD researcher. Yeah, that he was fascinating. He was. Oh yeah. He was um, doing a PhD, but he, he was sort of looking at the. Uh, the drug use of uh, various age groups. So he was asking people about their sort of early twenties, thirties, forties, and then fifties were comparable. 
And uh, we, we had an amazing half-hour chat with him, didn't we? Mm. I mean, it was interesting how he, where he was talking about the different strains mm. and people of a our generation weren't after the high-end stuff with was more interested in the normal standard stuff i, I mean we we saw like it was going a little bit over our heads to be honest with you and that that was quite interesting it was it was i mean um <laughs> i'm with you there chunk my days of uh ruining a Pink Floyd album cover a long gone. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it was really interesting when you were talking to him because of this, as he put it, the idea that people think if you, if you are a consumer of illicit substances or legal substances, mm. you automatically want the strongest, mm. which wasn't. Um, what he what he said without going into way too much detail was um, people that were still using, as it were, um, were more interested in trying to recreate that high that they got when they were younger. Mm. So they weren't looking for, as Mark said, the the super turbo charged stuff. They were trying to recreate a situation from when they were back in the twenties. Mm. They were after that enigmatic. Buzz. I mean, so, when you think about it, I, I mean, I generally, I mean, we've got it hard enough on our side with the nicotine uh, vaping. They've got it double harder mm. because obviously they've got the nicotine side of it, and then they, obviously they've got the CBD side of it as well to advocate. It's so like very, very hard. But they were so passionate, and that oh, came yeah. through. Seriously, came through. Really did. There were some strange ideas about PG. Mm. Yeah. But a lot of a lot of the the cannabis crowd view PG with some extreme suspicion mm. because it's not natural. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyway, my crack is Guinness Guinness crisps. Guinness crisps. Oh, I, I don't think I've ever tried Guinness crisps. An interesting flavour choice. Mm. Well, I suppose mm. if you get a plain crisp and dip it in your pint. <laughs> no. 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 But, the, I mean, one of the things we noted, the look. Everybody on those stalls, there wasn't a T-shirt inside. You know, it, it wasn't everybody was wearing a T-shirt. There was a couple of them around, mm. but mostly it was business wear. Yeah. And all the stalls were very austere, very plain, apart from the one that looked like uh, Laura Ashley right at the back of the venue, wasn't mm. it? It was all wicker baskets and floral prints. Mm. It's lovely. It was <laughs> It was a nice environment to be in, I've got to admit. Cons considering it's, I mean, we're not a million miles away from each other. We're, we're really not, from vaping mm. to actually th that side of it. We're not a million miles away. And considering... How we do our expos and how they did theirs, that was definitely more business orientated, I would mm. say, than ours. And it was more, more relaxed. 
And what I really did like about it, when you go to, a, especially a Chinese vendor, when you go to Expo and you start talking about the review and things like that, they kind of end up being standoffish and don't really want to talk to you, especially if you're a reviewer. If, when we went to the, if, when we went to the uh, Expo for the hemp side of it, they actually wanted to talk to you. Oh, yeah. They really did want to talk to you. It was brilliant. And you got a snuggle, didn't you? I got a snuggle, yes. Which which I've never seen. Yeah. I've, I've been with him on the last two uh, the, uh, at the Vape Expos. Oh, yeah. It's the first time I've seen a stall holder come around the stall and snuggle him like he's a hot water bowl. Yeah. She was lovely. <laughs> that was from Flex, wasn't it? Yeah, she was absolutely oh, divine. Lovely. Yeah. We, we, we got talking because obviously... What with me being a YouTube review, we, it's very hard for us to do the CBD side of it, which is understandable. But obviously, we can do the hardware side of it. That's not a problem because obviously, you can use the hardware side for normal vaping uh, applications. So we we got talking and they explained the situation and I said, yeah, that I'd review it. But minute, next minute, I'm getting a hug. <laughs> oh yeah, hello, Kaylee Bobs, huggles. Hey, Gailey. <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm your huckle buddy. You tell him, Gailey. Horsham, I haven't put a full restraining order on you, dear. Total ban on phones and PC. Have I done something wrong? Hmm. Julie. Hello, Julie. Hello, Good afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, it was it was really well planned. Very organised. Who lovely. Um, the stage management was brilliant. Mm. I mean, it really. I wouldn't say it was completely seamless, but these events never are. Mm. You know. But when you've got the speakers on stage, you've got supporting media to the side of it, so you're not just relying on the speaker. Yeah, you know, which, no. which was a lovely touch. Mm. Really I, I, I just thought it was really, really, and it put it, we all know that there's a stigma and you can't get away with it from anything to do with cannabis, anything to do with CBD and things like that. There is always going to be that stigma. Mm. And I thought they put their point of view and their respect towards the plant, and that's the way they were saying it, and I oh, thought yes. they put it across absolutely brilliantly mm. they put it across it wasn't a bunch of a load of stoners saying man i want my it wasn't any of that it was explaining their um experiences i thought that was absolutely brilliant when they was actually explaining how what they do with it and why's and wherefores and everything and i thought that was really you came away informed Yep, and and, and that, that's what I would completely take away from it is I was educated, informed, and got a lot of information that I just did not know. I mean, I don't use CBD, I don't use hemp or anything like that. I don't. I've dabbled when I was a kid uh, having a joint, but that's as far as I ever gone. But I found it being an outsider really, really interesting how they do things. Mm. I, I thought it was really good. 
and to be fair, I mean, nearly all the stalls that we spoke to, where we sort of explained we were there for the education on the matter rather mm. than to sort of review, etc. And the amount of people, even though we weren't looking to buy, we weren't showing any interest in buying, whipped out the business card and said, look, if you've got any questions, give me a shout. Hmm. It was absolutely Oh, yeah, brilliant. the help was unbelievable. And people was embracing the fact that we didn't know and we wanted to know. And mm. I, mean, I think because obviously we was being totally upfront, being honest, we, we we don't know about this. And I think they actually appreciated our honesty of explaining so that we don't want to know, but we're trying to learn about it because because we're in this side of the uh, the equation. People do ask us on a regular basis about it, so so like mm. you've got to educate yourself. Well, yeah, I mean you can't, and you know I've always said. Before I pass an opinion on something, I'd rather know about it first. Because yeah. it's not an opinion if it's not based on fact. Mm. So, but uh, no, I mean, there are areas where I think we would could learn a lot of them. Mm. The two camps are not that far apart. No, I don't think so. Yeah. The, and the one thing, and this is, this was, this is going to stick a boot into the beehive. What was the comment that I said when we were walking around and we were looking up and down the various sort of rows? And uh, oh, this is all very adult orientated. Mm. And then you started thinking about it, didn't you? And to be honest, the conversation that followed was, I'll tell you, they're really, I wouldn't say that vaping firms are aiming at kids because we're not yeah let's get that out of the, the way but the youth market mm. that sort of became fairly obvious when you looked at where the the, the hemp yeah we was we, we ended up having the conversation it's trying to get into the mindset of somebody outside of the industry completely outside of the community looking in on us and you can kind of see, so like, yeah, the big boom boom music, the scantily cladded girls, and yeah, you can see where it's coming from compared to how that expo was done. I mean, don't get don't get me wrong, there were some scantily clad girls. Yeah, but they was very nicely dressed. They were. I mean, we, it was. I think the most revealing thing we. We, I was going to say came across, but that just sounded wrong. <laughs> uh, I, th I think the most revealing thing there was a tight T-shirt, weren't it? There, there was no sort of body suits or no, no. costumes or ridiculously small skirts. It was all business wear, and it, you know, some of it was leather, but it was business wear. You know, it was a, it was that was where it was different. Now. Our vapor expos are. I would say they would be more aimed at your your twenties, mm. your twenty plus type of people, whereas the hemp side of it was more aimed at a business aim, a little bit yes. more professional. Definitely, Jake, behave yourself. No lip reading for the deaf. 
And Julie is currently in a bed. Oh. Can we just have a minute's silence while I fully process that sort of comment, please? Oh. Oh. I'm hoping one day that we have a direct webcam. <laughs> Any volunteers? <laughs> Julie, when are you going to set up that uh, webcam? In fact, I've got a spare Logitech C920, sweetheart. Do you want me to send it? I'll chip in. <laughs> Bill just said we're about to lose Matt Jarvis and Mark. <laughs> With our reputation, no. <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, all in all, it was a much more polished presentation on the products. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are vape firms out there that have got it damn pat. Mm. You know, um, I'm trying to think who that... Uh, store was that looked like the apple store in may you know right at the entrance where we walked oh, in yeah, it just looked like an apple oh yeah that was so like if you walked onto that stage you, you ended up in some strange cult didn't it you was like oh no i don't like them <laughs> it's like tomorrow's <laughs> people <laughs> oh god yeah it, it did feel a bit stuff sapphire and stylish it but did, it didn't was it? That, you gotta oh. admit it did <laughs> it was so like Come and join us. It was a very polished sort of corporate image they were projecting, wasn't it? No, that was some like stranger cult. <laughs> <laughs> no, give me the eebie-jeebies. <laughs> but it didn't feel there was no none of the skulls, none of the sort of heavy metal influence no, style no. graphics. You know, and how many products actually had the leaf on? Because I don't remember seeing that many. No, no, it was it was very business like. Hmm. It was very very business like. Um, it wasn't a party. No, they Compared were there what, for a reason. Yeah, it was so like well, our expo is more of a party atmosphere, the boom boom music, and the whereas this was more more business and education. Now, Jake's just raised an interesting one. Did we see any of that Sebeda flower stuff that looks like weed? Now, following this expo, I did a bit of reading mm. after what they said uh, in one of the uh, one of the, the talks, which was that was the advocacy one, wasn't it, where they were talking about what parts of the plant they can actually use, mm. and apparently the tips in the flower are the illegal bit. Mm. Now, whether they did their protest, uh, oh God, West Ham have obviously scored. <laughs> but uh, no, it was interesting. And Bill wants to be Julie's sub. <laughs> Mistress Julie. <laughs> whip crack away, whip crack away, whip crack away. <laughs> <laughs> Raw hide. <laughs> was it six and stones may break my bones, but whips and chains excite me, Bill? <laughs> Don't be saying that. You'll set Jake off. <laughs> so, oh, Paul's just posted a vid on the channel of one of the THC cart survivors. Now, I did see a post uh, from 
a guy in Texas mm. who'd been hospitalised by uh, one of the carts. And he was straight up about it. Didn't say it had anything to do with vaping. Mm. Yeah. He said, I'm in here because I used a THC pod, mm. an illegal THC pod. Uh, it, it was a refreshing change to some of that. Yeah, but let's, if, we, if we're going to get on that subject, can it, you can kind of see why that has happened. You can totally see. Right, if it's, one, if it's illegal in their state, they're not going to say, yeah, I've been doing this. Two, if they're underage, yeah, they're not going to, because they're probably shit in a sense, because what the parents are going to do to them. Oh, God, yeah. So it's inevitable. It's just, unfortunately, the the government and the media, yeah. <laughs> no, it's all right. It's Paul's comment. <laughs> I thought Raw Hyde was bad, but... Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, my ass is swollen. <laughs> Keith and Doug is rolling, rolling. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's shocking. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I can, fully, I can fully understand it, but... Uh... Oh, God, Jake, he says he uses ice cubes to stop the swelling. <laughs> And Julie called the White House to explain the issue. (laughs) I say. I say. (laughs) Too much to sell online. Yeah. Mm. No, fair point, hip hop. Um, He's just said they have uh, blunts made of the Sibida flower. Um, Long story short, too much to sell online. But. No, I mean, it you can was... see, getting back to what we were saying, mm. you can tell why, why, why it's happened. You can understand totally why it's happened, mm. but common sense has gone out the window. From well, the media the... point of view, the CDC point of view, that it's just common sense has gone, and even the um, the doctors that was reporting it as well, totally out the window. Mm. I mean, the hysteria has reached fever point. I think not. I mean, at one point it, it appeared and leads me into news time. News time. At least it would do if my bloody browser hadn't closed itself down. Give me two seconds, poos. Because Michigan. Oh, don't we love Michigan? Yes, we do love Michigan. But Michigan. Two bits of news really out of Michigan. So, after the vape community spoke out about Michigan, there was she decided that she was going to postpone the immediate ban for two months to eva- re-evaluate. Mm-hmm. However, as soon as New York announced its flavor ban, she did a 180 and said the ban would go ahead, uh, giving vape, vape businesses just 14 days to destroy, sell, or remove all stock. Anyone caught with or selling flavoured vape products would be fined $200 or sent to jail for six months. So this is this annoyed state rep, Bo Lefebvre, who pointed to the UK, saying that vaping is 95% safer than lit tobacco. Um, 
And he's hoping that Bill 4996 will not only stop the Michigan vape ban, but put halt any attempts of similar actions on a federal level. So this is, uh, if you've not seen this, this is a couple of days old now, but uh, basically, Bo Lefebvre has put forward, I think it's Bo that's put forward the bill, um, which basically stops people from riding roughshod mm. over people's individuals' rights. Mm. Um, I'm sure it's not just about vaping. Uh, because I'm sure there's other people getting twitchy, you know, there's, there's other habits out there on the, the hinterlands of society that people don't want to see banned. And what's next? Mm. Like we said on Thursday, you know, it's vaping now. What are they going to turn on next? Yeah. Well, it's like what Gav's just put in. Did you watch uh, Vic's What's Up last night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was brilliant. Mm. To, to say they've had three chances where they could have they could have got away with it scot free. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not talking a short period now, we're talking mm. what, two, three years? Three years. And it's true what Vic says. I've got to mm. admit, it's true what exactly what that guy said. Well New Jersey uh joined New York and Michigan in the madness. And uh, their top lawmaker is now calling for a ban of all vaping and e-cigarette products, not just flavoured pods and e-liquids. Mm. So it's starting to look like there's a runaway train heading uh, down the track. That's what we've got now. I think it's going to be an absolute miracle. And I mean this sincerely, a miracle to stop this now. I think it's just gone... Full ball. It's, it's a train that's coming. Well, I mean, it is. But I just hope these politicians appreciate that once all this hysteria dies down and people start looking at the data, mm. there's going to be a lot of very interesting questions levied. But it's like a what Vic said last night. I think they're quite happy to destroy their own career for that money. Yeah, yeah, I can see where that's coming from, but it's well. I yeah, mean, come on, let, let's sports, face it, Paul. Sports, who? Yeah. I mean, they've been totally against vaping from the start. They have ignored every bit of clinical data that's come out, and it's just pure. It's almost as if they've joined this hysterical religion against vaping, because that's what it's turning into. It's turning yeah, into a cult. It's almost, yeah, it's a witch hunt. Top and bottom mm. of it, it's a witch hunt. It's a modern yeah, day, mo modern day witch hunt. Top and bottom of it. Uh, if you look at the likes of the, uh, where they were chasing reds under the beds in the States previously and all the rest of it, and, and what history's taught us about that, if we're all looking at the left hand, What's the right hand doing? Mm. Seriously. Oh, yeah. There are elections coming up in the States. We talked about this on Thursday. Hi, Frank. 20, 2020. These elections are due, as are most of the master settlement bonds. Is it not 2020? Yeah, 2020. I think it is. This is, at the minute... I can see some somebody somewhere with a lot of PR spin 
is going to try and blame somebody else for all the failures that will be coming to light. Just let Paul know. No, I haven't, Paul. Uh, yes, I have, mate. Oh, no. Not the, the leaked leak document. No, I saw the uh, the ones from the Eastern Mediterranean office. Yeah. Yeah. They were interesting. Mm. Uh, ah, Frank's just said a lot of the bonds are past you now. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Well, it's like what, um, if I remember rightly, what uh, Vic turned around and said, they've already turned around to him and said that they're delaying it until 2020 to actually pay them mm. back. It's scary, scary times. It really is. And it's all money. It, it is. It, it is. is. It's just, now, just to add a little more fuel to the debate, very interesting uh, news from the UK. Home shores, bless us. And uh, that is UK smoking rates. They are Can now you... the fastest falling faster than they have done in the last 10 years. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and at the minute, this year, well, sorry, over 10 years, and there's 200 people quitting stinkies every hour. Let that just sink in. So we've got a 2.2 drop in those using lit tobacco just between January and July of this year. So that's not even a full year. And that's a lot of figures. Yeah. Doesn't sound it at 2.2, but um, for the past eight years, uh, sorry, NHS has backstop smoking campaign and it's been run every October for the past eight years. Mm. And that's helped to stagger in 1.9 million. Well, this year, obviously, they are backing e cigarettes as a form of tobacco control, mm. you know, health control. Um, so people can keep an eye out. You will have the Stoptober app. Facebook Messenger bot, daily emails, personal quit plan. I tried them before when I was on the fags. Didn't mm. do much for me. Mm. This did. This got me off, but... <laughs> but I would, I would say, for those the uh, slight good fellas, <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> Chunk's comment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, where was I? Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, this is just more fuel to the, the argument for the UK stance on, on vaping. Mm. And it will probably be, be ignored everywhere else. Uh, Paul raised a, an interesting one about Channel 7, um, and Mark shared it as well. There was an open letter regarding their... Uh, biased opinions towards vaping mm. um, and then I found uh, the story that appeared to go with the letter oh, oh boy did How you biased. see that yeah. did you see that one on oh, what show I posted uh, on Facebook um, it was a late night show and there was taking the mickey out it was calling him the vape dad yeah yeah, see, it was the late late show, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. The vape dad. That that was really bad, and it got me. That got me thinking. And I watched uh, regular watch uh, with Dimitri on it. Mm. That was absolutely brilliant. If you haven't seen it, go and watch a uh, reg watch. Um, absolutely brilliant channel. And 
Dimitri kind of made a point, and he really did make a point. One of the problems that vaping has, especially in the States, is actually getting the public to know about it. Because they can't actually get on to um, places like CNN to voice their actual opinion. Mm. That's the problem. So you've got almost a one-sided filter of the public perception of vaping because of that. Because people like us will never, ever get on to things like NNN, CNN or Fox News or anything like that because, obviously, we can't afford it. Mm. Bobby, sure. because if you want um, to put an advert in on television, you've got to have money. Well, there's an interesting bit here. Following the knee-jerk reactions uh, from various political outposts in the States, Walmart have now pulled all these. Yes, I've heard that. But they're going to sell cigarettes. Oh, yeah, they're still selling cigarettes, which yeah. is absolutely fab. Now, there is a letter going out to the FDA from uh, the vape industry, and they are basically writing on behalf of small business owners in the open vapor industry to request a regulatory process that doesn't kill the industry. Um, and uh, what was the name of the guy from Gorilla Bottles? Beauchamp? Hmm. Um, if you saw, and I posted this in Facebook, just give me two seconds because it's uh, this speech at the open Senate hearing in Michigan was brilliant. Oh, the guy that, uh, yeah, yeah, mm. I mean, the, they did him a great disservice, firstly, by almost taking the Mickey out of his name because it was difficult to pronounce. Mm. If I could remember it, I, I know I didn't have that much problems putting it together myself. But he basically turned around and said he'd just spent uh, something like two week, two days over at the European Expo. Mm. So in South Africa it was. And uh, he turned around and said, if you want to see how to uh, regulate e-cigarettes, it's dead simple. Look at the USA and do the exact opposite. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and he was very open and honest about it. Yeah, you know? um, like he said, we don't want kids vaping. Yeah, if you've got to regulate it, regulate it. Mm. Don't just ban it. Mm. He, I mean, the the looks he was getting when he turned around and said, you know, there's 15 years worth of data out there if you. And it's care and, to and look. it's not the flavors the kids are after. No, it's the it's hip. the head. It's the head buzz. Mm. Because you... the, because they're doing it at fifty milligrams. That's yeah, what they're good. after. That I, I think that's one of the reasons why it's not never took off as greatly here. I mean, all right, yeah, we know. Let's let's be honest. We know that children are experimenting with e-cigarettes. I mean, I I saw a kid uh, in Doncaster yesterday when we were in town, and you know that he he must have been what fourteen, fifteen with a little pen in his hand, you know it's happening. We, we can't say it's not happening. But the buzz, that's what they're after, and it's that 50 mil. It's not the flavours. Well, that that was the point that he actually raised and sort of said 50 mil's a hell of a lot for anybody to have. And, you know, 
whatever size milligram pod it is, mm. it's a hell of a lot. So, uh, yeah, we can, oh no, that's Tales from the Evil Empire. I don't think that's us. Tales from the Evil Empire. <laughs> we missed out on a good uh, good title there. Yeah, no, we did. Tales from the... <laughs> I quite like that. So... <laughs> Oh, I, I believe it was Beauchamp, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he turned around and said, look, Europe have limited it to 20 milligrams. They are still seeing a, a huge drop in vape, uh, smoking yeah. figures. They're not seeing this bigger problem with the teens, and we're not. No. But me, me personally, I wish they'd have dropped it to about 32 instead of uh, 20. Well, I'm just being for me, for me personally. But even thirty-two is a lot better than having fifty. You ain't kidding. I mean, fifty is sort of like whoa. <laughs> even my, I'm going sort of like fifty. Well, that's why I said to you. I mean, when I first tried, I had to go a jewel, and it was so like I looked, I was so disappointed in a jewel when I first saw one. Mm-hmm. Really, really disappointed. The outfit and finish of the actual pod itself, it's as rough as anything. It's as cheaply made as cheap can ever make. It's and that's cheap sharp. Yeah. And so, like, well, obviously I had one that was only 20, uh, 20 milligram. And so, like, that was useless, that. Well, you didn't buy it for the flavour, did you? You didn't. I mean, no, you didn't. <laughs> that, that is for sure. No, I mean, I wasn't impressed. It, it's not something I would go out and purchase ever. No. There's much better systems out there that can do it. You know, exactly the same job. Uh, here we go. Tales from the... Please bear with. It was... Oh, come on. I know I've got things on, but... Charles Archambault. That's the gentleman, mm-hmm. and he is brand ambassador, I think, to Europe and Africa for uh, Gorilla Bottles. Okay. And he was at the Oversight Committee on the night on the twelfth of September. Well worth catching. It's on the, the Facebook group for the for the show. Mm. Uh, it's not overly long, but by God, does he stick the boot in? Mm. And I really wish they'd sort of pan the camera around a bit to, to actually show the oversight committee's face. Unfortunately, I think, wasn't that the one where they were showing that members of the oversight committee were actually playing uh, various games on the mobiles, mm-hmm. not listening whatsoever? Yeah. Like we said, follow the money, but mm. never mind. <laughs> well, it's like I said, I mean, I think Vic last night put it into total perspective total mm-hmm. perspective I mean if you haven't watched it go and watch Vic's uh, What's Up from last night the guy just yeah he nailed it he, he completely nailed it absolutely mm-hmm. and just to finish off on the news uh, if you are heading over to the United Emirates for God's sakes don't take any CBD products with you they don't um, on it yeah, the foreign officers warned that uh, UK tourists aren't to take any form of CBD product to the UAE. This doesn't just mean e- CBD-containing e-liquids, but any products such as skin lotions, 
the teas and I've noticed they've just started making carbonated drinks with the stuff in. Yeah, we saw that at the uh, expo. So the official line is, if you're entering the country with medication, the UAE classes as narcotic, psychotropic, controlled or semi-controlled, approval is needed from the UAE authorities. A list of medication uh, where this rule applies can be found on the UAE Ministry of Health website. Uh, and that's about it for the news, other than all this hysteria, I've seen some of the funniest memes I've seen in months yeah. flying around the internet. <laughs> yeah, there has been some good ones, there certainly has. My personal favourite was the one with the, uh, the two prisoners in the orange jump sh- jumpsuits. And one saying what you're in for, and the other one went apple pie. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, the message from the Dutch soil that vaping is safe after a targeted investigation from the Maastricht University. Yeah, that's the article that Tom uh, posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't realise what what he was posting, but apparently it's one of the three biggest newspapers in Holland. Mm. Uh, and it was really refreshing to actually see a positive spin on vaping coming out of Holland. Yeah. Because they've really been under the yoke recently. To be honest with you, I've heard uh, quite a few people in quite a few countries speaking up for vaping this last week as well. Mm. It's been quite interesting. It really has. Um the not everybody is on the ante. Good afternoon, Vic. Hope you're well. Did enjoy your what's up, kiddo? I've just been talking about you. Who said steak bake? Who said steak bake? <laughs> no, we have Vic. You absolutely nailed it last night, mate. Yeah. Absolutely nailed it. Right, Bill, if you go onto the website, um, I think if you go to the link in the uh, Tales from the Home page, group page again, click the link, and at the bottom, of, right at the bottom of the page, it should offer you either Dutch or English. It did it automatically on mine, and I haven't got anything new installed, so and it's a cracking mm. read. Yes, think of the children will forever be yeah, encased in a Scottish accent for me. Yeah, I'll always will. I love his trump. I love how he just he goes. <laughs> I can't do the voice, but <laughs> I love it, honestly. Every time Vic does that, it just makes me chuckle. <laughs> Sorry, Vic. Just makes me chuckle. Oh, interesting. Done more digging. That 200 billion bailout as of today is now 350 billion. Jeeps. Ooh, boy. Ooh. So we're, we're going to see, it's like what Vic turned around and said, next year we're going to see a financial crisis again. Oh, yeah. And I wouldn't want to be wondering what I'm going to be paying in taxes next year either. No. Honestly, Vic, hats off for you for that one, kiddo. Really hats off for you. That was an absolutely brilliant deduction. Mm. It really was. Some serious investigation in that bit, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Ah. 
some of the big US YouTube money guys are now reporting it. Vic, finger all I can pulse. say is that finger of yours is on the pulse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be good. No, I've hats off to him. Yeah, absolutely hats off to you, Vic. That was absolutely brilliant. Well, and for making such a dry subject so watchable. Because yeah. that's the problem quite often when you get these things. They're actually a bit too dry to actually absorb. Mm. Vic's last night, I, I was uh, between chuckling and jaw hitting the floor. Afternoon's out. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And no... Uh, no word of it at all on the big US news media outlets, only the BBC. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Well, you've got, you got to wonder whether, uh, what's his face? Is it Bloomberg? Oh, Bloomberg. Oh, bless him. Yeah. Who owns big old chunk of the channels? Yeah. And, and the other one's our Australian friend, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I can hear Paul's teeth gently grinding in the background. <laughs> well, to be fair, Vic, it's the first time the Beeb's done anybody any favours for a long time. So, mm. <laughs> Now, wouldn't it be nice if we could get that information leaked to the actual American media? Well, now, that would be good. If you, somehow you could get that to the uh, media and getting people knowing about it. It's whether they're paying you notice, mate. Yeah, it's like I said before, though, isn't it? It's all to do with money. If you want to get onto media in America, it's all to do with... Oh, yeah. Money. How much money you can spend. You ain't kidding. <laughs> right, well, that wraps up the news section. It does. It does. So... Right, thanks ever so much for watching. <laughs> Easy, Tiger. <laughs> So what was your movie news then? My movie news? Bit boring news, but it's quite interesting for me. I, I'm a Depeche Mode fan. And they're releasing a film. It's uh, been out in the cinema. Uh, I forget what date. I think it's some, end of September it is. Uh, oh, sorry. No, end of November it is. And it's going to be around cinemas around the world for one day. Just so mm -hmm. I'd let you know. I haven't got me. I've left my phone downstairs. I had all the information with it. So, but yeah, I like to fish around. Spirits. Spirits of Sorry, the world. spirits in the forest. That's it. That's the one. So it's a new documentary that celebrates uh, celebrates the cultural impact of Depeche Mode. Mm. Do you think it'll uh, also mention Dave's uh, impact on the drugs market of the world? Oh, he's a good boy now, by all accounts. He's. He's calmed himself down. Well, he can't get any worse. I think he got half a Columbia up his right nostril. <laughs> well, he died twice, didn't he? Yeah. In in the hospital back. Well, that was so like ninety. Was that ninety eight, ninety nine, somewhere around there? Oh, he's definitely in slash territory back then. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Not kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's the only bit of information. And I watched obviously John Wick three last night. Well, yeah. No, fair point. Mm. It, it is as you say. It's not a patch on the first tip. It is literally action scene, little bit of dialogue, mm. action scene, little bit of dialogue. Even Lawrence Fishburne didn't quite pull it off, but Ellen's... I won't say too much because there might be people that haven't seen it. Mm. 
Yeah, I was. However, I wasn't disappointed in it. It was a good film, and I've got to admit, it was a good film. I I enjoyed it from start to finish, but compared to the first two, mm, mm. I mean, the action sequences themselves absolutely brilliant. Well, yeah, Halle Berry. I mean, yeah, and she was looking well. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Mm. Well... Uh, two lovely dogs. Oh. <laughs> swordfish. That's all dogs. I'm saying, swordfish. Oh, right. I, oh, I haven't watched swordfish in years. I used to like that. I wonder why. Mm. <laughs> I've never wanted to be a tanning shield so <laughs> But anyway, it brings me on to my uh, bit. And this is something I, I spotted the other day. Uh, and I was quite surprised at the outrage that this little bit of news has called, caused, Stephen. Mm. The debate was started by uh, an interview with Norman Lear in Variety. Now, for those that aren't aware of the name, Norman Lear was the producer of The Princess Bride. Okay. I didn't know that. Um very famous he claims very famous people whose name i won't use want to remake the princess bride this sent twitter into a storm absolute storm to the point where this is actually because i i, I forgot to bookmark where the feed was i've actually gone onto the bbc and there it is hmm. um literally within hours of that being published, you've got meanings, you've got gifts, all using quotes from the film, which is fab. So, so I think that's the worst thing I've ever heard. Even Sigourney Weaver gets involved because for those that aren't aware, she's actually married to the guy that played Prince Humperdinck, the man with six fingers. Sorry, no, the guy who had six fingers that killed Montoya's father. Okay. You, you're talking about a film that I have never seen. You've never seen The Princess Bride? No. Oh, me and you are watching that. Right. Think fairy tale. Okay. It's a very simple story, yeah? Um, a farm boy goes off to sea, yeah? And his love gets kidnapped by... Uh, a prince who happens to see a beautiful face and decides he's having some of that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, he arranges a marriage, then has his would-be bride kidnapped. Uh, a farm boy comes back from the sea as a dread pirate, Roberts, and it all goes on from there. And it is, it is an absolutely fantastic fairy story. Mm. It's got some of the best throwaway one-liners you will ever hear. Billy Crystal, Andre the Giant. Uh, who else is in there? Carrie Ells, who plays um, Dread Pirate Roberts. And even he's chipped into this argument saying, there's a shortage of perfect movies in the world. It would be a pity to damage this one. Which refers to a scene in the film where the princess of the title is about to try and kill herself. And his line is, there is a shortage of perfect breasts in the world. It would be a shame to damage that one. <laughs> no, I've never seen it. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Mel Smith, 
um, just really is switching brain off. Oh God, late eighties, ninety, early nineties, I think. Mm. Eighty-seven. Sorry, nineteen eighty-seven. All oh, right. So we'd have been what seventeen? Eighty-seven. I was sixteen. Oh, I was 17 then. Mm. I was 16. 87, I left school. So there's no spaceships, no aliens or all like that. Yep. Peter Falk's in there. Oh, Sam doesn't fancy it. It's absolute. it really is a brilliant film. It sounds there's like something... a chick flick to me. No, there's something in it for the parents and there's something in it for the kids. Oh, is it it's an animation the... like no, no, it's live action. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. It really is. Mm. Sounds a bit yeah. of a girly film to me. <sighs> no, I, I don't... I, no, if anything, it's a cult one. Mm. I think it's a cult one from our generation. It's definitely one I sort of enjoyed... Uh, Pre-isolated too, shall we say? Right, <laughs> okay. right. I'm always open to new things. Uh, you would enjoy it, mate. The Princess Bride. Really the Princess Bride. Peter Falk, uh, Fred Savage. I'll probably have plays. it on Amazon, isn't it? I believe it is on Amazon because I watched it not so long back on there. It's very, very good. <laughs> Very good. He's, he's definitely not a chick flick then. No, so no. It's the, he's I, probably I he's probably the, the the title of it, uh, Princess Bride. You saw like, yeah, chick flick. It's probably... Oh, it's no Priscilla Queen in the Desert. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that one. Oh there you are. Oh why why you just shot me, Rachel? I think I've just shot you. Just shot BFG. Yes. Yes, he did. Not girly. The fight scenes are as funny as hell, though. Yes, they are. Especially the uh, bit where the giant gets told to clobber the dread pirate Roberts. And the scene with the poison. Right, Chuck Meister has got three copies of it. Oh, what a film. And the, the bits on the 25th anniversary one is, yeah, well. Bits weren't bad in the original release. <laughs> Saying that, you're on about thing, uh, weird things. I've been buying vinyl. I bought vinyl again. Bought more vinyl. Might as well show you. I buy vinyl. Yes, spent some money. I bought Greta Van Fleet. Mm -hmm. Cream. Ooh. Travelling Wilburys. Yeah, we can get your pills for that. Oh, what an album. And Peter Gabriel. There you go. Just thought I'd let you all know that. Useless information. The Cell album's just worth it for Red Rain. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. And Sledgehammer. Can't beat Sledgehammer. Never got on with Sledgehammer. Oh, I love Sledgehammer. See, that was when uh, Peter Gabriel was seriously into his Fairlight computer. Hmm. Yeah. I keep on forgetting you're an audio file. That sounds dodgy <laughs> as hell, that, doesn't it? He's an audio file. 
<laughs> There'll be gangs of uh, geezers in tracksuits roaming the streets. We believe you've been you've been balancing turntables. <laughs> <laughs> well, our HMVs, um, as everyone knows, HMV shut down, then reopened up again for the second time, and our um, HMVs moved. Uh, from originally it was in the Salat French Gate Centre and it's moved back to where it originally was but they are heavily, heavily doing vinyl I'm glad you told me that because I'd mm. have been looking at French Gate mm. they are, I mean seriously I mean these were I mean don't get me wrong they're not cheap cheap uh, but there was doing an offer of a two for £25 so mm. I thought DL. Honestly, I, I think I only paid a couple of quid for my first vinyl LP, which was madness, absolutely. There you go, Grumpy. Pay for these LPs these days. LPs normally round about, well, I'll, I'll tell you the exact price. Um, this originally would have been uh, 14 99 on its own. But most albums nowadays are about 20 quid on vinyl. Jesus. New releases. But if anybody is looking, I mean, I don't, I don't know about anybody else, but I sort of fell out out of love with music hmm. for a while. Yeah, so did I. You know, you, you get dragged into the computer world and you're doing this and doing that, and I did a, a lot of gaming. And uh, I decided to treat myself and I coughed up for the Amazon Music. Hmm. Well worth it. Hmm. Well, we just got, uh, literally just got one of them uh, Alexa things, uh, Echo. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. Because I've already been a member of Prime for ages because of I've, the I've telly side of it, you know, films and that lot. So I never really did much with the music. But since we've got the Alexa thingamajig, God, blooming heck, we've been playing all sorts on it. But Ooh, I still a... like the vinyl. I was out. It's a crackle. You get such a lovely, rich sound off mm. LPs. Mm. But, I mean, as far as the Amazon thing goes, we had such a giggle on Friday checking out what it actually did have and what it didn't have. Because Mark's uh, Alexa, or what's it called? Alexa. Well, it's the actual thing's an Echo. Amazon, yeah. Amazon Echo. The Echo isn't limited to program to sort of you individually. So if anybody in the room says Alexa... Well, we had such a giggle, didn't we? Mm. Oh, yeah. How to bury a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the police would be a better idea. I think was the answer. The police. <laughs> there was all the Liam Gallagher stuff as well, because Amazon are obviously must be heavily involved in the release of the new album. So if you ask uh, Alexa who uh, Noel Gallagher is, um, yeah, that's bad, that. It turns around and says, Noel's told me to tell you he's a living deity. <laughs> <laughs> the king of your... What was it? The king of the UK and future prime minister, something like that. King of the North, that was it. Future prime minister. Ooh, Bill's going to get the Gary Newman special edition. I'm hoping to get the uh, Abbey Road uh, special edition. Ooh. I'm just saving that up. Yeah, it's a hundred and odd pounds. You get the album, you get the. It's obviously the hundred hundred and eighty gram album. You get the remastered one. You get the Blu-ray, 
which is the surround sound quadraphonic. You also get the two CDs as well with all the outtakes and that lot. Plus yeah. the booklet and that lot. Yeah, well, they've been doing it ever since, so like, ooh, early back, special editions of the mm. albums. They did it with Sgt. Pepper and all that lot. So, yeah. But Abbey Road is my ultimate Beatles album. I just absolutely love that one to pieces. So, yes, I'll be getting that. So to answer Tetley's question, bit of white snake, but uh, never yeah, a big I fan. Like, I was never I a big fan. I don't mind. Don't, don't get me wrong. I've got a couple of albums. I mean, literal vinyl albums of uh, White mm. Snake, uh, especially early stuff. Uh, but when the so like got to the big hair stuff, I, I kind of now nah, was not really into that. I like a mix of both, the big hair and the earliest stuff. I mean, Slide It In's one of my particular favorite tracks. I was always more Electric Boys. Uh, electric Boys, Warren, Vane. Mm, yeah, I was Bad married. English. Tiger um, Tales, Poison. No. Oh, not, yes. Not, oh, not yes. too much on the Poison. Yeah, I like Tiger Poison. Tales, yeah. Tiger Tales, love Tiger Tales. Proper Welsh uh, band that was. Proper <laughs> Welsh. They, yeah, was, I mean, they I... was from the valleys. <laughs> Skid Row's first album. Oh, yeah. Always got time for that. Always. So, oh, definitely. Then Rat, um, Quiet Boys, <laughs> uh, Black Crows. Yeah, oh, for, yeah. Going for a while there. Oh, and Maiden. Yes, oh, yeah. definitely Maiden. Maiden, ACDC, Metallica. Just finished the uh, autobiography of Bruce Dickinson on Audible. Absolutely brilliant. Where are you up to Dan, now, where he's learning how to fly his Boeing? Pretty much nearly finished it. Mm. Um, got past Eddie Force 1. Um, just up to the bit where he rejoins Maiden. Mm. So, yeah, pretty close to the end of the story, really, but uh, absolutely enraptured. So how come he left Iron Maiden? Because he did the um, Tattoo Millionaire, didn't he? Yeah, well, he was asked to do uh, a movie soundtrack. Mm. So they did. It, it was That was uh, what was released as Bring Your Daughter. Mm. It was originally written for Nightmare on Elm Street 5. All right, because that was, that was an Iron Maiden album, though. Uh, that was the Undying. Oh, yeah. It? It, it was released on uh, a Maiden album. But, mm. uh, that was 90, about 1990, that. 92, I think it was. Mm. Um, but the record company really liked that track. So they sort of said, look, within the contract was a clause that any member of Iron Maiden could make a solo album. So Bruce cashed in his solo album. Mm. Um, and they, they got together for a couple of weeks and banged some stuff together and out appeared Tattooed Millionaire. Mm. And like he said, everybody thinks it was a serious attempt at a solo album. It wasn't. It was a giggle. Mm. He was that dischuffed with the way that Iron Maiden was going. Um, he was very, very... He'd lost... He just felt they were selling out. Mm. You know? Um, and it, it did sound like it got quite bitter. Really? Yeah. It doesn't say so, but that's what it feels like. Mm. Um, and there's little jibes in there. I mean, especially when you go to, I think it was his third album. Um, 
Hold on. Balls to Picasso was the second. That was a follow-up to Tattooed. Mm. Uh, I'm trying to think what the third album. It might have been the fourth. But anyway, there was... Um, the cover of the album was a sort of metalized punk and, uh, Punch and Judy. And the name of the Punch character was Edison. Mm. Well, of course, Iron Maiden's management took... Uh, great exception to this because they were saying it's Eddie's son oh god so yeah it, it was it was alright hmm. but uh, the autobiography especially seeing as Bruce Dickinson's actually reading it Zan's hmm. asking where can he get it from uh, any good bookshop but it's definitely available and audible Mm. Uh, that's where I got it from because um, I'm signed up for that as well so I get so many tokens a month you know get a free token mm. you pay them a set price and then you just you can have whatever book you want with that token it's great mm. I wouldn't mind actually listening to that is it, it, was... is it does he actually is he reading it oh yeah Bruce is reading it oh that's even Bruce better Bruce is reading it, it. Mm. I mean what, what horrified me was the boy grew up in Manton mm-hmm Lived with his grandparents in Manton. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew you from work, so. I didn't. <laughs> Do you know you from work, so? No, yeah. you're on the floor, yeah, minute, you're mate. You're out going from us. Oh. God. Yeah, from we're, Manton. We're quite a prolific little part of the country for rock, aren't we? Mm. Oh, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, I've got to admit, I kind of lost um, interest with Iron Maiden. Just prior to that, uh, when actually Tattoo Millionaire came out, I stopped following Iron Maiden roughly about then. Because I was a big fan of Iron Maiden as a young lad, especially mm. Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast, oh, I played that album so much. It was unreal when that came out. What was that, 80, 82, 83, somewhere yeah. around there. Honestly, I love that. But as Iron Maiden, yeah, they came... So, like, every album... Oh, yeah, it's kind of the same as before. Mm. So, yeah, I kind of fell out of love with Iron Maiden. I think Seventh Son was the last... Yeah, Seventh Son was the Real standout album. Mm. Yeah. I, I, Peace of Mind is always my personal favourite. Yeah, I like Peace of Mind, yeah. I love Peace of Mind. And if it's single tracks, Phantom of the Opera. Mm. But the Bruce Dickinson version, not the Paul Del... Paul, it is Paul Del Gallo, isn't it? Do you know something? I can't remember his name. I think so, yeah. I know that he did a concert in Doncaster about five years ago. You mean he's not dead? He's not dead, no. He's another one that's had more than half a Peru up his nose. <laughs> Gordon Bennett. I mean, when you listen to the vocals on... Uh, Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Sorry, no, Killers, isn't it? That killers. was his last one. Yeah, Killers. Complete Killers to Number of the Beast. Mm-hmm. Um, and vocally, Bruce Dickinson pees all over him. Mm. Yeah. I, mean, I just I'd... love Number of the Beast. I, I absolutely love that album. There you are. Bill Richards roaded the Peace of Mind tour. Nice one. We have rock royalty in the building. <laughs> so, if of that era, yeah, what would you, other than I main albums, 
give me another absolutely seminal album. What, from the 80s or...? Yeah, the 80s rock, the new wave of British heavy metal. Ooh, blooming heck, for me. I think one of the biggest ones that stands out for me is uh, Metallica's Black. Oh, Black album, yes. Good I mean, that choice. really does stand out. That is one amazing album. And I don't think they've ever beat it since. I mean, they brought out some good albums since then, but I don't think, I think that was their pinnacle album. I think if I was going to go with the new wave of British heavy metal stuff, Saxon's Wheels, Wheels of Steel. Yeah, I used to like that one. That yeah. was an album that sort of grabbed me. I think albums that really, not exactly... Um, Metallica Black Album, definitely, that really did grab me. Um, Dan Reed Network, their album, oh. grabbed me. I'm, I'm talking about the that era. You might not like it. <laughs> I know, but Dan Reed Network. Yeah, I like Dan Reed Network. This is, I'm on about in that era. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Marillion, Clutching at Straws. Good album. That Good was album. Absolutely brilliant album. I um, would still say script for a Justice Tear or Fugazi are better. Mm. But... Uh, Def Leppard Hysteria. Yeah, yeah, Radio Pop at its finest. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely mainstream oh, yeah. rock. Oh, yeah. Uh, Guns, you've cool. got to include Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Uh, even, though I prefer, even though I prefer um, Lies. I'd go with that, but th when they first came out, Guns N' Roses were so different. It was almost like um, it just rebooted it all, didn't it? Well, I got I heard Guns N' Roses when they bought Live Like a Suicide. I used to have, I haven't got it anymore. I used mm. to have the Live Like a Suicide EP. Now, if any of you have got GNR Lies, the album, well, actually, it's not a real album, that. It's two EPs put together. You've got Live Like mm. a Suicide on one side and GNR Lies on the other side. Well, I had the original. Live Like a Suicide on EP. Those Let's are the days. Dio's work. Yeah. Dio from uh, Labworks. We've got Judas Priest Turbo, another cracker. Back to Black. Can't beat that album. That's awesome. Back in Black, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, Bark at the Moon, another good one. Mm -hmm. Ingi Malmsteen, Magnum Opus. Wow. Now, there's an album I haven't heard in a while. I know. You know, I've just thought, if I was going to say what my favourite album was, Earth versus the Wild Arts. Okay. Sorry, not Earth versus the Wild Arts. Yeah, Earth versus the Wild Arts. Absolutely brilliant. It's the one with Ginger on the cover with the slug mm. on his face. But that had once um, Choir Boys. It split ways with the Choir Boys. Mm. I mean, I love the Choir Boys, don't get me wrong, they were fantastic, but the Wild Arts, that just, oh, that just spoke. Mm. Yeah. Now, you're talking about Queen, Gav. My favourite Queen albums are A Kind of Magic, Miracle and Innuendo. I love them three albums. 
When did Appetite come out? Good question. Appetite, Appetite came out in 87, 86, 87, somewhere around there. Uh, We've got to check this now as we have to be factually correct. I'm sure it was about 86, 87. Helps uh, if I type it correctly. Da -da -ding. Appetite for Destruction. July 21st, 1987. That was his first release. Mm. So that'd be U uh, US, wouldn't it? Mm. So it hit the UK August, September. Mm. Fair point. Dio was a hell of a front man. Mm. And in fact, I've still got my original Guns N' Roses uh, Appetite for Destruction, which has got the proper cover on it. Oh, the monster leaping over the fence. Yes, I've got the, the proper lady cover. in distress. And my GNR eyes has the proper page three girl on it as well, without the blanked out bits. Mm. Mm. Boobies. Mm. Boobies. <laughs> oh, Gordon Bennett. Six more minutes before they meet Beatman U. Does that mean the game's not started yet, or uh, the, that's final whistle for uh, West Ham? If West Ham beat Man U, well, I'll break, be breaking loose. And my dad will be <laughs> upset because he's a Man U fan. Well, it's, I'm thinking the Buckies will be upset and all. Mm. <laughs> 2 0, game over. There you go. Trying to see my. Now, Daisy Ross, whatever happened to him? Daisy Ross. Yeah. Another weird guy. Now, I went to one of his gigs at Whitley Bay mm. when, he was, uh, when he was touring with Little Ain't Enough. Mr. Big with the support. So oh, Mr. That, Big. That dates me. <laughs> I used to like them cool. guys from Scarborough. What were they called now? Uh, Little Angels? Yep. They were they good. Were good. Mm. Now, do would... you remember Romeo's daughter? No. Crying myself to sleep at night. Um... Matt Lang's, remember Matt Lang, the producer? Yeah. Mutt Lang? Yeah. It, yeah. it was his wife, lead singer. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. What's, oh. what's them in the Wild Arts at uh, Middlesbrough Town Hall? Oh. Sort of, oh, what'd that be, 92? Mm. Yeah, it must be. I used to love the town, Middlesbrough Town Hall. It had this sort of dank cellar. <laughs> Tiny place it was. But you've got the right band in there, and it absolutely rocked. Another band, I, the big another band I used to really like was Thunder. Oh, yeah. Backstreet Symphony album. That were an awesome album, that. They played 95% of that when they were supporting Aerosmith. Saw them at the NEC. <coughs> absolutely brilliant, it was. Tom's a big... Oh. Um, Queen fan, so's my wife. She's a mega Queen fan. Absolutely loves him to pieces. Oh, Gav likes Motley Crue. Yeah, he can't beat Motley Crue. Mm. You don't like Motley Crue? I used to love them. Some of it's good. Yeah, I mean, some all of, of it is, but some of it's good. See, I was always a big Mike Monroe fan, so Motley Crue was always a bit of a... Hmm. 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 Mm. <laughs> See, I was a cro I was a crossover because 
at that time, even though I was into me rock stuff, I was also into me sort of like me goth stuff. So I was still listening to Nephilim and, and Sisters and all them lot. But yeah. I was also listening to people like The Cure, Susie and the Banshees and all that kind of stuff as well. And me Depeche Mode and all that kind. So I was a re I was never in. I I was like one a wobbly camp. line. I was never in one camp at one time. Man of War, God, they they were Steel Panther before Steel Panther existed. Man of yeah. War, they were they were the ultimate hard man heavy metal image, weren't they? I, I used to like Bronxky Beat. Camionards weren't too bad, but I did like Bronxky Beat. I've still got hmm. my original white label. Um, Small Town Boy. Do you know how many years it took me to work out what that song was about? Really? Oh. Yeah. I was an innocent child. Mm. Yeah, it was a good song, that. I, I, I liked a lot of... They, they, they classed it as um, sort of like high-energy uh, electro. It was mm. European high-energy type stuff. Yeah, I didn't mind some of that stuff. See, now Frank's just thrown a name into the pot. Kiss. Never a fan. Really? Yeah, really. This Don't get me wrong, um, I've got like um, eclectic greatest hits of theirs. Mm. And I've got the near enough all their albums on MP3. But it's sort of like, I like that song. I like that. I've never been one big album of theirs. No, no, I must admit, there's, there's certain standout tracks. I mean, Tears Are Falling, for me, I love that. Um, but it's it, it's like that with The, the Offspring, for, for me. Mm. You know, just, I loved Smash. The rest of them, even Americana, sort of, yeah. I, I'm doing all <laughs> right, Bronco, thank you. <laughs> but... It's got more cherry picking tracks now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's weird because 90s, I mean, I was starting to branch out into stuff like Counting Crows. Oh, you can't beat a bit of Counting Crows. Went to see them live. Kid. <laughs> yeah. It's strange how similar our music tastes are. It's frightening. This is, <laughs> this is the whole reason why we're doing this in the first place because you came to our house. And we mm. were sat talking, and we was talking like we are now. And Jan turned around and said, you two ought to do a show. So you can blame Jan. Yeah. <laughs> and talking about Freddie, uh, yes, my wife roared her eyes out when uh, poor Freddie uh, passed away. Mm. And I'll tell you something, and this is gospel truth. We went to see uh, Queen, the film. And it starts up, and I've got tears in my eyes already. And I turn around to my wife, and I says, the thing is, though, I says, I know ending. <laughs> <laughs> he dies. <laughs> oh. I love Queen, absolutely love Queen to pieces. But, and I will say but, Queen's album-wise, very sketchy for me. Especially the early albums. Don't get me wrong, Day of the Races and Live at the Opera. Love them two albums. But the rest of them, so like uh, Hot Space and things like that, I did not like. I like News of the World. 
News of the World weren't too bad, but they were so like so like I think the greatest hits from that era is the best album. Mm. I preferred Queen after Live Eight. Don't know why. I do love Bohemian Rhapsody and all them Latin fat bop girls. One of my favourites of Queen's is uh, Lover Boy. <laughs> I think that's ace that song. Jam. Good choice. Good no, choice. No, it's not. No, it's not. What? I cannot stand Jam. Fucking. Oh, Paul fucking Weller. I can't stand that twat. Calm yourself. <laughs> no, do not like him. Cannot stand him. <laughs> I have got a, a, venom, a, a venom of hate of his. But I will give a tiny little. Stanley Road was an absolute brilliant album. True, true. But no, I don't like Paul Weller. Oh, so well, like, I, I, I just want to get a pair of shears and sort his hair out. I really do. He's so like, sort your hair out, dude. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, oh, yes. Queen the movie was absolutely amazing. Bohemian Raps. You ain't kidding. No, I never. So you like the jam? Uh, I like. Not so much at the time, it's more a sort of retrospective. And there's enjoyment. another one, Horsham. The Who. The Who wind me up. Summit rotten. The Who. Right. Hang on a minute. Look at the Who history. It's so like, how are we going to follow mainstream or what? They start off being a mod band. Well, you go and think about in the 60s. Who was against each other? It, you was either a mod or you was a rocker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halfway through sixties, oh no, we're not going to be mods. We're going to be rockers now. <laughs> Take your mind up. Which which side of the fence are you going to lay on? <laughs> and then also, um, if you listen to a who uh, who song, right? Perfect <clears throat> example: uh, "Boy with Blue Eyes." Beyond Blue Eyes. Yeah. yeah. Halfway through song, they get bored and they sing another song and they go back to it. And they do that all the time, the Who. They're terrible for it. It's halfway through the song, they think, oh, I'm bored of singing this one. We'll sing something else and then put it back together. Oh, they wind me up. <laughs> but Who's Who is my favourite album. Right. Do you remember a band called Heart? I certainly do. <laughs> you tell him, Grumpy, how dare you, peasant. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy's comment How dare you Peasant <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes I did oh. like Black Sabbath as well Oh Sabbath Yeah mm. Definitely No I mean Heart for me Started Mid 80s With No Limits On um, BBC 2 Okay If you remember That youth programme they were the ones that sort of introduced Belinda Carlisle to the UK charts. Well, wasn't Belinda Carlisle in what band was she? She was she in the Go Go's. Yeah, was her. But I'd never heard of the Go Go's at sort of fifteen. If I had, I probably wouldn't have gone out as much. 
<laughs> they were a punky little band, weren't they? Well, it was weird because I never realised how far back they actually went. Because I mean, there, there was way more stuff mm. back in the day. Because you know, I mean, seventy-five oh, was Dreamboat Annie. Because mm, they were sort of like kind of a bit like what, what they call the, the, the cherry bomb with um, Lita Ford. And them up. What were they called? L seven. Now, going back, um, oh, Runaways, Runaways, yeah, there was very similarly kind like that type of band. Mm. Mm. Oh, plenty of uh, mm. I must I, admit, absolutely loved the album. Then I made the mistake of buying Bad Animals, the follow up, and mm. put me right off. <laughs> the Wilson Sisters, yeah, that's art. Mm. Nancy Wilson solo in ninety four ninety five, awesome. But I always thought they they Heart was more like a a Fleetwood Mac kind of band, weren't they? They were more rockier at the beginning, and then they sort of like mellowed out a bit. Yeah, I think Heart Heart was probably the sort of power band. Mm. Yeah, because it, it was the right album for the time. Mm. But he was doing the power band a bit, like White Snake. You know, Here I Go Again, and all the rest of it. Yeah. You know? Like them power ballads, yeah. Mm. Do like a nice power ballad. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm jealous because, you know, obviously Frank's seen her live and I would have loved to have seen them live. But you know the one person I would have killed her to see live? Janis Joplin. Oh, God, yeah. And, and if not Janis Joplin, I would have killed to see Mama Cass. Yeah, oh, Mama Cass. What a voice. Oh, too right. Oh, God. Boston. Boston. There's a band we've not mentioned. No, I was never a big fan. Don't get me wrong. So, like, The Greatest Hits, and that's about mm. it. It's same in other band, Bread. Yeah. That was... No, no, not Bread. The band. Yeah, it was Bread. No, The Band. The, was called The Band. The Band. Um... You've never heard of The Band? It's like Clapton. No. Oh, Let's have a look. The band. Yeah, Bridge is a great album. Rick Danko, Garth Hudson, Richard Manuel, Robbie Robertson, mm. Lee Von Helm. No, I've never heard of the band. Mm. But oh, Rush as well. Always Rush. enjoyed a bit of Rush. See, I was never a fan of Rush either. His voice wound me up. He, he was just a, a grating noise. But it's an interesting one, this, because uh, what I used to play a lot of D and D, hell of a lot of D and D. Yeah. And there was a guy at the club, Tom, bless him, and he's still about, I think. And uh, he used to be into Napoleonic reenactment as well. Mm. Can I, just, can, can I just hold you one second? Ebby, mm. love you to pieces. Jethro Tull. Oh. I love Tull. I was just going to bring them into this story. <laughs> we did... Um, he took me to a reenactment camp, yeah? And I ended up being on the, the artillery crew. Mm. They let me loose with a cannon. Ah. It was awesome. So we've got a proper charge of gunpowder... 
Yeah, sawdust in the front, powder in the back, and I was the wormer. So basically, I had to stick the pole into the cannon. It's got a metal screw on one end and a tamp on the other. Mm. So you, you worm the, the barrel, pull out all the old charge, hopefully getting rid of all the embers, and then you tamp down the new charge. And if you if you don't get all those embers out, guess what's going? <laughs> I don't know, but what you've just described, I bet Jake's near enough uh, <laughs> going to explode in a minute. Would <laughs> you've explained anyway, all that. <laughs> we did a weekend down in Falmouth, so the drive down was a long one. Mm. And Tom was old school rocker, yeah? But on the stereo, we'd got Aqualung. What an album. Thick as a brick. And Broadsword and the Beast. Mm. Rick Waitman, Music of the Spheres. Oh, yeah. And we've got Rush, 2120. Mm. That was a weekend of awesome music. Mm. I'd not heard any of these albums. So to discover them for the first time, whilst being let loose with a piece of large artillery... Oh. <laughs> See, I used to like uh, listening, sort of like Pink Floyd, yep. Jethro Tull, uh, even Kilroy. Can you remember Kilroy? Oh, yeah, that was a right band. <laughs> Very psychedelic. 13th Floor Elevator. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Serious psychedelia. <laughs> and then, obviously, you've got to have Jim Morrison with the doors. Oh, God, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crystal Ship, always going to be my favourite Doors track. Love, love, love that track. Sorry, we've gone all musicy. There's no wrong with <laughs> that. Rusty Nuts. Oh, Dumpies. Their bit about the wank sandwich, you'll never beat it. Highway <laughs> to Hell with a Bazooka. Not far off. Not far away. I'm going to sneeze one second. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. Sorry for people with headphones. Oh, by oh. all accounts, we're on the big screen as well. Cheers, Ben. <laughs> for those about to rock. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, with the cannon, yes. But it was, oh, that was... For a teenage lad that's never really sort of been away from the Retford area, to suddenly find yourself down in that part of the world, let loose with large artillery... A group of people of a similar mindset and musical taste all sat around the campfire. A lot of them still dressed in absolutely spot-on period uniform. Ah. You know, and you've just cooked dinner in a large pot over the fire. It was awesome. It really was. We had such a giggle. (laughs) See... uh, a story from the diary of BFG that's never been heard before. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I bet that were awesome, that. <sighs> it, it was a bloody loud two hours. Mm, I bet. No, no head, head gear or anything. You know, when that cannon went off, you were stood next to it. Oh, and you didn't man. want to be studied behind it, because if you got the charge wrong, it used to make the orgasmatron jump back. <laughs> that was the name of the cannon, by the way, orgasmatron. <laughs> uh, Moonlight her. Shadow Mike Oldfield Tubular mm. Bells Can't beat that Doors God 
Sounds like how I felt firing an AK-47 for the first time. Total testosterone rush. Oh, God, yeah, of course, Frank, you can... They can play with such toys. What do I think? What do I think, Tom? Brilliant. Absolutely amazing. (laughs) Tom, if you like Joe Bonamassa, um, there was an offer on uh, about a month, two months ago. He's released an album. Yeah. He was doing it, doing it free. Yeah, he did it free. All you did was just have to sign up. Well worth getting hold mm. of, mate. It's absolutely brilliant. I'm trying to think what it was called. I can't think. I've got it on my file on my computer somewhere. I know I sent you the link, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Trick or treat. Oh. Booming out. I loved that. And Crossroads. Yeah. Oh, the guitar battle at the end. That Crossroads, just... you can't beat that. You can't oh. beat that, Phil. Oh, Jack White. Yeah, oh, don't get me started with Jack White. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jack White. Mm. Well, not personally love him, but... Singing script for a jesters. Yeah, well, to be fair, script for a jesters is quite a folky song, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. It, it wouldn't be a million miles out of place. Yeah, not that I could ever see uh, Mike Wass's face ever singing it, but mm-hmm. still is though. Hmm. Mm. Well, Jack dude, White, I'd go with that. Frank Jack White is awesome. He is absolutely brilliant. I absolutely love Jack White. I wish they'd reform White Stripes. I really do. Mm. I really wish they would. I do miss the White Stripes. You know what we haven't done? What? Giveaway. No, the giveaway is going to be later on today. I'm going to do a private vote. Oh, right. Make sure you're watching later. <laughs> yeah, it's going to do a little... After when we've finished here, because it says four o'clock now. Yeah, and I've got some reports to finish. Yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> sat here. Um, just to let you all know, um, I've come up oh, with a few milestones um, over the last month or so, so... I'm going to do a vlog in a bit. I'm going to do a giveaway. Just to give you a hint. I don't know if you'll be able to see it. Yeah, there it is. That, that's the big box giveaway. Just there. Just there. Uh, but you'll have to watch the vlog to, uh, to know more you about will. that. You will. But let me just say there's some exclusive stuff in there that one just can't buy. Oh, yes. There's <laughs> some stuff. Private blog. Oh, I say. <laughs> it's not private. Everyone will be able to watch it. Yes, I'm going to be doing that literally in about uh, 20 minutes' time. It's I'll an exhibition vlog. <laughs> Bad man. Yeah. <sighs> right. So, I think I've, I've done well that I've not had to go to the toilet. You have, dear boy. You have. Mm. Blimey. Saw him in the Netherlands when he was very young, played for 40 people. Intimate. Intimate. Nice. Mm. He'd like to do a lot of, uh, Jack White used to like to do a lot of intimate gigs. And he used to do random ones where it was so like 24 hours before you knew. And he'd post it up and then obviously he'd just go off and do a gig. He used to mm. do a lot, especially in America, he used to do that a lot. Fuck says, can he X one now? He's watching the NFL later. <laughs> All will be revealed shortly this evening. Da, da, da. Da. 
da, 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 da. <laughs> no, I've got a few people I want to thank, and I haven't done a vlogging on channel for ages. In fact, I think Ooh. the last vlog I did was me 2K giveaway. Yes, I, I don't normally do vlogs. Um, I should, I should, I might think about doing vlogs. We'll see. Right. Well, it's that time, dear boy, isn't it? As you it try to wind is. us up. So thank you for joining us for this meander. Yeah, laid back. Really. This has been a really laid back show, this one. I've really enjoyed it. Very chilled. <laughs> I know we haven't talked much about the doom and gloom, but the doom and gloom's out there and it's jumping in your face. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Jake. I'll see you Thursday as well. <laughs> The doom and gloom's going to be there no matter what, so we we'll just yeah. let them chill. I mean, let's face it. I mean, we are all serious about the yeah, doom and gloom that's going off, but there's only so much that we can put that's recycling what everybody else is putting. So we don't want it too serious on this 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 show, do we? Oh God, no, no, no. But if you haven't seen it already, please go and check out Vic's What's Up special. Mm. Um, very interesting topics of conversation if you've not already seen it um so you've got up and closes i'll be recording for... me up and closes hopefully that i'm going to be all right cool i'm feeling okay so far so i'll be doing me up and closes tomorrow after work and then obviously i'll be bringing me reviews out tuesday wednesday and then obviously live show on thursday with the home service and then yes, i was back on sunday again Yes, I'm really, I do enjoy our Thursdays. We've got quite animated recently. <laughs> Less. Less. So, on that note, let us wind it. Oh, let's wind it. Let me just fill this up. There you go. I've got to have a vape before we go. You can't not let me vape. There you go. And there you go. Right, let's wind this one up. Thank you for coming and watching us on a Sunday afternoon. Indeed. It's been absolutely awesome. Guys, it was absolutely a mega manic panic trying to get on because uh, OBS was playing up seriously. I thought that the actual um, screen was going to drop out as well. We had a little bit of a problem with BFG freezing just prior to us going live, but it is run lovely. Guys in chat, thank you. I can't thank you enough for the actual comments and just the interaction. It's lovely. Steve, as always, mate, it's brilliant. Thank you. I'll, I'll let you close off and I will bring the credits up. Massive thank you to everybody that joined us. Absolutely wonderful. Frank, try not to hate Voker. <laughs> they started talking football teams. It was always going to get ended. Yeah. <laughs> Serious stuff like two 0 Yeah, cheers for the football updates, Chuck. <laughs> right, on that, catch us Thursday, catch Mark Tuesday, Wednesday with his uh, reviews, and keep an eye out for the giveaway vlog. <laughs> we'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye.